Yes, I say, 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 He's showing he got a studio audience today. Finish your intro, finish come on. Is Balls a sports podcast? <laughs> yes, welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. Yeah. It's a podcast with Balls about balls. And we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. This your boy, Dylan, 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 Dylan. It's Nels, a.k.a. Big Fashion, full of facts. What episode it is? How many times is this? 192? 193? 192? Oh, is it 193? Well, we're getting close to 200. I know, right? We should probably be keeping track because we're going to fuck around and forget us the 200th episode. Yeah, for the 200 episode, we got to go to a strip club. I mean, I don't know if that's the best podcasting environment. Shit, me, we going to make it a good podcasting environment for all with y'all. Ooh. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> but I do think that we should do episode 200 together, though. Yeah. I think that's This 192. Great. What's it? What, how many weeks is uh, eight weeks from now? Hopefully, I'm on vacation. That'd be lit. That's two months from now. That is two months from now. Will we in June? July, August? Ooh. Tough sailing. <laughs> it's going to be back to school time. Real, Real talk. Time. Not only is it back to school, this is like the shortest vacation like in the history of ever. I still got work for two more weeks. Yeah. And then I get out of work and then we get right back like regular, regular time. But I mean, it's the beginning of August, so I might not be working beginning of August. I think we get back second week of August, so I might be able to come and slide and say, what's up with y'all boys? Fuck with y'all boys one time, man. So what's up with it? I know, uh, Booty, you're on a limited schedule. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you got you got things to do. Yeah, you know I, might, I, mean? I might end up. Your contract, your contract calls for yeah, it. I might you know? end up dipping. I'm over my eyes. I don't know how, even though I've yeah, missed, even though sure. I missed so many episodes in the past couple Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all don't know my contract, man. Fuck it. <laughs> Hey, make sure when you dip out, you say bye, or else, you know, you're going to get mad. I'll hit y'all with the bio before I clear it. It'll be, it'll be, gonna it'll be, it'll be, it'll be randomly, it'll be randomly when y'all in the middle of a good-ass <laughs> point. Yeah, bye, hoes. <laughs> I'll be like, what the hell? What the hell? Um. So, yeah, man. So, I mean, before we uh, get into anything else, like y'all boys doing good, Dylan, you doing all right? Wonderful. Blessed. That's good. Week's been going well for you. As well as it can always be. Thanks, Lord. That's what I'm talking about. Booty, you good? Good, man. No complaints here. Good, good. I'm doing I'm doing all right as well. Um, you know, been able to open up about some things that's been it's been on my heart and stuff like that. So that's been cool to get that clearance. So yeah, man. Doing all right. Good. I'm just kidding. You know, this would be the perfect time for me to talk about it, just to make you no, feel like crap. Not, this, but I'm gonna keep that one. This is not that show. This is not that show. I can't wait till we get offline so I can shoot you a text and be like, "Thanks, bro, for making me feel bad about this." You're gonna be like, "Oh, wow." 
you you good for it. I'm definitely good for it. You know the vibes. <laughs> you know the vibes. Guilt yeah, trip ain't, city over ain't here. Like a good guilt trip, <laughs> yeah, man. That keeps you keeps you alive. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Listen, your button on your ass. Oh no, baby! I don't know if I can get. I don't know if I can get the buttons level though, bro. Because button, so buttons guilt trips always make me feel away. Because like a good portion of them, he be wrong too. Yeah. So like he be guilt tripping, and then like he won't acknowledge that he's wrong until like three or four months later after the other party's been like, "All right, bro, my bad." He be like, "Yeah, I mean, shit, I did that shit too, but I appreciate your apology." And he be like, "What the fuck?" Jimmy Wallet. But um, listen, I've been waiting all day to hear if you got any insider information Ooh. because I was in the middle of work and I saw all the releases for WWE. So, One, like two of which really caught me off guard completely. So like, I, I need to know what's going on. You got, you got to give me, you got to give me the background. So this was the proverbial red wedding of uh, the WWE. Um, it was a slaughtering that came out of nowhere. Uh, there was no wow. That's a great way to. Put there it. was no preemptive uh, warning that this was going to be happening. Um, most of the wrestlers were caught off guard. Um, shit, I'm sorry, y'all. Can one of you continue real quick? My apologies. No, you're good. So I mean, so the one the one thing that I that I'll say for sure is that um, I. Wasn't expecting Braun at all to be to be on. But um, Dylan, do you know about the um? Do you know about all the releases? Like everybody who's been released. Uh, Braun, Alistair Black. I know about Braun, Alistair Black. Um, that's really about it, though. For real, I mean those two. Those two were the ones that was the most off putting, in it was was those two for sure. Wasn't there? Wasn't there a girl like Ruby Riot yes. or something okay, like that? Okay, sorry, my bad. Uh, I had to deal with some technical issues real quick on my side. Um, no, you, you good? So yes. Yeah, so I don't know if you announced all the names of the people that were released, but um, no, not yet. Okay, so I didn't see you like Braun. Yes. Allison so Black. those were the the two. Uh, Big ones. Now, Ruby Riot is definitely going to be a loss to WWE. She was very good. They really just never did anything with her. They kind of just had her in a tag team. Why is that? Because just like just like what they do, as soon as as soon as anybody leaves NXT, that's been the common thread. Um, is that they just don't know what to do with them on the main roster for some reason? They're so eager to pull them away from NXT. Oh, Velveteen Dream got released as well. Velveteen Dream's been gone for a couple of weeks. No, he got it? released this week. Um, this. You think it's in relations to the to the um to the, the to the child uh, uh child molestation, well, child molestation but it's not molestation. What is uh, what exactly was he, was he doing again? Like shooting solic- text messages, soliciting a minor. Um, there but is. there really is no evidence of that, which is why he hasn't been persecuted about anything. Um, mm. But it's one of those. Like but it's one of those like. Multiple people were accusing. Nobody really had receipts outside of one thing that was proven to be photoshopped from somebody. So, right. um, I'm just like that. So they they released him basically. Um, Speaking of that, what's happening with Deshaun? Oh, we don't. Mm. It's been quiet. It's been very quiet. So that's usually when the word of spec of uh, settling might 
be coming into play, but it's it's definitely quiet right now. Um, I mean, shoot, they they definitely still have him on roster. Like, I don't about the middle. So. Yeah, you said what? I don't think he settles. I think that I think his his in his mind, I think that's that's that ship sailed already. They tried to settle with me already. Right. True. Um. We might. So the big so, the the big thing about this is outside of the Velveteen Dream situation, these cuts, uh, there really was no clear reason. The word on the inside is that it was potentially budget cuts. I'm gonna go ahead and call bullshit on that because they're getting ready to go back on the road in July. You're getting ready to have a whole another stream of income coming in. So I don't think budget cuts is any kind of reasoning. Like y'all are about to be sold out full stadiums now, like from now on, starting in July. So save that shit. Um, go ahead. Oh, I thought I thought y'all were gonna say something. My bad. No, 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 no. I didn't say anything. I'm I'm listening. Oh, to you. Okay. I'm, I'm all ears. So right now I'm I'm at a loss for what the really shocking ones are. You know, Braun Strowman because it was just the past pay per view. He was in a triple threat for the title. Like the man, right. the man had a high profile cage match against Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Like, is it just like he was just regularly used? Yeah. Like, is this just something like we just don't know what to do with you at this point? Like, I, I don't, I it doesn't make sense. And then Alistair Black one was extremely mind blowing because they literally just brought him back, um, and and started a program with him and Big E. Like that literally just happened a week ago. Like, yeah, like you just started a rivalry, and apparently the SmackDown creative had no idea this was coming. Really? Yeah. Because we know Smack, SmackDown's like, been killing it like storyline wise. They had no idea it was coming. I feel, like, I feel like Vince McMahon on some all time was. And I, you know what? I'm glad you said that. I brought up Vince McMahon. Dementia, CM, Dementia CM Punk tweeted today, or yesterday rather. He said, it's like a movie with a blockbuster budget and cast, but if it's written by creatively bankrupt nincompoops, specifically for an audience of one in a language nobody understands anymore, it's trash. But people watch it because they like movies. That's exactly what's happening. Especially with Raw. These people are writing to appease Vince McMahon. It's some old, outdated shit that no one gives a fuck about. It's boring, but we keep showing up. You know, I said it in the wrestling group chat the other day. I feel like I'm in an abusive relationship with WWE. Like they do, they do just enough good shit for me to make excuses to stay and watch. To be honest, like it's crazy, bro. That shit really boo boo. If you think about it, I mean, I just feel like at the end of the day. So here's here's the thing that I I don't like about the WWE, um, and and this is how I feel. So the WWE still operates as a family business. Cool, no worries. Um, so they feel like they have the right to keep some things behind closed doors or keep some things without necessarily being without necessarily being broadcasted. Cool, that's how you feel. However, you still speak of yourself in in the same light as like an NFL, 
or an NBA or Major League Baseball. Like that's what WWE wants to be. Right. But they or says or says that they are. No stress. Right. No stress. But at some point in time, there has to be transparency if you're going to be this big organization. Here's the reason why I say this. I've I've really put some thought behind this, and I and I think this is my biggest issue with the WWE as far as like how certain things go. So there is two organizations that instantly come to mind. Well, four organizations that instantly come to mind when I think of family-ran organizations, right? I think of the Dallas Cowboys. I think of the Las Vegas Raiders. I think of the New York Knicks. And I think of the Los Angeles Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers had such family ties that they literally had frat- like fratricide in order to figure out who was going to be like the new owner and like the GM of the Lakers, right? Like Jeannie Buss like completely like castrated her brother from anything having to do with the Lakers, right? And he took his money and he cleared it. The Knicks, the the Dolan is the son. And Dolan is obviously not his dad. Like now he's kind of giving away some business control. And you can tell because the Knicks have turned a corner. The Dallas Cowboys, obviously that is a family-ran organization. You can see that that's, that is a family function. Same thing with the Raiders, right? I mean, you see the names, Davis, Jones, Dolan, Buss, and even now with the New England Patriots, they're Kraft, right? And then, of course, you can't forget the Pittsburgh Steelers with the Roonies, right? The Browns slash Ravens with the Models, right? All of those organizations are family orgs, right? But we know why they make the crazy moves that they make, Right? Like, for example, look at the Lakers. I I look at the Lakers right now in the playoff conversation that they're in, and I can't help but think to myself, like, damn, what happens if they would have developed Lonzo, if they would have developed Clarkson, if they would have developed Randall, and if they would have developed Engram, and all four of those young guys are running next to LeBron James right now? Because those guys are balling. I mean, Lonzo didn't make the playoffs, but he had a great year. Clarkson was sixth man of the year. He's doing great with the Jazz. Randall is an all-star. Ingram is an all-star, right? And he didn't make the playoffs either. But I'm like, damn, bro. Like, But the Lakers let you know off rip. Like, even though it was quote-unquote league. But we know they let those guys go because of LeBron. Right. They were trying to trade those guys for AD a long time ago, right? We know why the Knicks was making the crazy decisions that they were making because they weren't holding no qualms back. We know why the Raiders made the decisions that they made. We knew from jump the day that they was ready to move to Las Vegas, we knew. We knew. Like, as soon as the meeting was over, they were like, yeah, like, nothing's going to happen, so we're out. Facts. And and we we appreciate that transparency. My thing with the WWE, I've got to be honest. I excuse what I, when I mean that, when I say this, I don't mean it in the way that is about to sound. I don't care about the cuts. I I do care about the individuals getting cut. But I don't care about the cuts. Honestly, they're going to be used somewhere else better. Bingo. That's a fact. What I care about, what I care about is the reasoning. Tell me why right. they got right. cut. that's the big that's the big I thing. don't want to believe I don't want to believe budget nothing. I refuse. You're a billion to. dollar organization, you can't tell me that. And you 
I don't want to believe no. I don't want to believe no budget shit nowhere. Yeah, and your and your top card guys, if you're not like one of the top like five in the company, are earning about a million a year. You're a billion dollar conglomerate. Like, come no, on, they have a net worth of six billion. What budget are you cutting? Come on, man. Like that's ridiculous, bro. Like I, I and that's the thing. Like it's that's always been the reason. Yes. You know, you. I don't think you've realized that. Like even when we watch things like Dark Side of the Ring. And now we're finally learning the real reasons why some people got let go of. This whole time we thought budget cuts. And honestly, and honestly <laughs> even if it's something as simple as, hey, you know what? Honestly, we just don't know what to do with them creatively. Right. We just don't know. Admit we just don't know how to use them. They don't fit our picture for what we're trying to do in the future. You need to tell the truth. Yeah. Don't, but don't piss on us and tell us it's raining. Like, bro, like, come on. We see through your bullshit. The same reason why, yeah, exactly. Like when, when freaking, like you said, I remember, I, I might have the other name wrong, but I remember when you were two drafts ago, you wanted, you wanted um, Judy, I believe. Was it Judy? Yeah, Judy over rugs. Yeah. And you yeah, were yeah. like, and your whole thing was, I don't I wanted, understand why I they took rugs. I wanted Judy or Lamb. Rugs was my third. Was that's my right. Third. That's right. That's right. That's the other name. It was Lamb. And when they picked Rugs, your whole thing was, I don't understand why. And then the next day, there was an article explaining yeah. why. And you were like, you were like, although I don't agree with it, I understand. Simple. Yeah. Simple. We can think you picking up Rugs is stupid, but we know that you're trying to get your version of Tyreek yeah. Hill. Cool, bro. He is the closest thing to Tyreek Hill in that draft. Bet. Say less. You know what I mean? So that's the whole thing. I don't care what your reasoning is for why you cut him. Braun could have said something disrespectful to Vince McMahon. And I'm like, all right, bet. That's cool. Because the little bit that we do know, no matter how ridiculous it is, we're always like, I mean, well, shit. If that's what Vince want to do, that's what Vince want to do. Right. Because what makes it. Right. Because think about it. Sorry. Just to kind of add to your point. Like, no, you go um, Another thing, too. Like, all these people that were cut were all like notoriously like popular backstage. Like they were friendly with everybody. They didn't cause issues with nobody. Like they were like good people to work with. So like, that's why their wrestlers are really pissed off about these cuts too, but can continue. Right. So it's not like they were a cancer. Which tells you, which which tells you there might be right. There might be a little bit more to it than we're saying. Not the control you want them to have. Just yet. That's true too. No, it's true. All all that you're saying is true. And, And that's my point. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, we just we just want the reasoning yeah. as to why you're cutting these guys because none of them are trash. Like you cut some talent, bro. And I don't care what the reason is. Like, for example, I remember when Titus O'Neil just stopped showing up on TV after he was having great showing after great showing, and come to find out he did something very like something that was minuscule as hell, he but Vince saw Vince. He touched Vince. Yeah. And we were like, I mean, that sounds stupid, but shit, okay. I mean, shit, he still got a job, so whatever. Touched Vince? Yeah, but like yeah. in a joking like, way. Like, it was like on TV. Like it was like. And because he touched them, what Vince happened? got bent out of he shape stopped. and like was all pissed about it and stuff. And he like suspended him for like 60 days. Not only did he, not only did he suspend him, but he also like, he suspended him and then he also like, took away like a lot of his TV oh, appearances yeah. because he was getting like a he was getting like a, a apparently again you can you can refute this or let me know Buddha if I'm on the right track or not. But apparently he was gonna get like a, a decent little mid card push. Yeah, too. Oh mid card for sure. Like and probably that, like a United States title and they, type and push. They, yeah. 
Yes, and they took his shit away, and he hasn't gotten it back since, bro. For touch- he has not gotten it back since for touching, touching Vince, bro. No cap. Well, what type of racist? Yeah, you, you know, can pull the clip up on YouTube. Like it's, yeah, they'll show you can see it's really, the specific it's, moment. It's when really he does serious, it. and then it's, even Vince looks like he's joking around back with Titus, which is why Titus was really confused yes, by it. Yes, bro. Yes, bro. So like you know, it's it's things like that, like. You can let that be known, but you can't let nothing else be known. Right. Like, come on, bro. Like this, this shit is starting to get a little bit ridiculous now, bro. You know what I mean? So, not a genuine because they know they got fuck shit. They know they, if anybody got dirty secrets in they and, and fucked up shit going on in they in they environment, it's the WWE. You could because come on now, they've been messy. Yeah. That's true. And, and my whole thing is again, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that it's okay. But I feel like when you when you have an organization that big, bro, it's kind of hard to not have your little skeletons in the closet or little situations. And like I'm starting to see that now because um, I don't know if I told you guys, but I've been using my uh, my Audible, which is like uh, audio books through Amazon, and I've I got a whole bunch of like sports books, but revolved around like teams and everything they went through. So I got like the Victory Machine, which talks about the the Warriors mm-hmm. during the KD years. Um, I got Boys Will Be Boys, which is about the Cowboys during their Super Bowl run in the mid-90s. I got 11 Rings, which is Phil Jackson talking about literally all 11 of his championship teams. Um, I got another one talking about Kobe, Shaq, and Phil. And like the one thing that that you understand quickly is there's a lot of dirty laundry to air out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, Michael Irving stabbed a teammate in the neck with some scissors. In the team barbershop. Like, yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and like things like that. Like KD and and Steph, their low-key beef revolved around sneakers. Like their sneaker company, which to me was like, okay, that's that's kind of amazing. And the truth behind Draymond and KD's beef also, like, it's like okay, it's like little 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 dirty secrets or whatever. WWE, we understand you have those. And we know you have those. They're not secret. WWE been slimed for a very long time. Exactly, bro. WWE doesn't operate. They've never operated with any real moral code. They're like a real. It's like, you know, if if, if the hillbillies of America and the top five best Trump supporters in the world come together and have a favorite show, it'd be the WWE. Because, well, shit. That's. Honestly, Dylan, just like you said, that that brings me back to uh, uh, when CM Punk dropped that original pipe bomb where, you know, back, back then, remember, they were doing the, the Be A Star, the anti-bullying campaign that they were doing. He brought that up in his promo. He's like, you want to talk about anti-bullying? He's like, this place. And that's when they cut his mic off. Exactly. Because that's all they do. Like, you guys, they, your entire empire is built off just literally just ridicule and making fun of this culture that culture this people this type of people short people skinny people fat people white people black people asians arabs like for sure yeah and and they play they play on they play on social norms too yeah they will do whatever it takes to entertain they've always been like that they will do whatever it takes to entertain so a company that doesn't have no moral code i don't expect to to handle business the way anybody else would want them to. They're going to do it like, especially, especially in this era, you've been, especially back when they was handling their business back then, the shit was okay. Right. Cause no, 
scared. Now in the era that we're in today, if the WWE ran the way they've been running, which they haven't stopped internally, they'd be shut down already. So it's like, we can't let the whole world know we'd be out here on planes tackling each other and and, and calling Mexicans this and it's calling, true. calling Asians this. And yeah, you're right. And <clears throat> black people for touching me and like all kinds of shit like that, bro. Like it looked, it was nobody would watch anymore, and AEW would not be number the, the new WWE, which it probably will become. I can see that. I mean, shit. Unless Vision dies over and gives the company. If Alistair Black goes to AEW. AEW, I will be watching AEW more frequently. It's over. Like that motherfucker is so good. So good, uh, and he he screamed AEW. Yeah, he would go out there and go crazy. Ah, uh. and they would give him a standing fucking ovation the minute he get there. Right, and that cut was really weird too because they just uh, re-signed Zelina Vega, his wife. Yeah, which is like, which is after weird. Firing yeah, her, for sure. Resigned her and fired her husband. Like, so I wonder if she's gonna be like, yeah, no, you can go ahead and void that contract out. Facts. I know, crazy at all. And and and, 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 and what amazes what amazes me is like you know I I thought you'd have like more details and you just stumped his bro, it's, so it's like, no dang, bro, like, that, bro. like it's Vince, dog. Like honestly, at this point, you know, the longer it takes Vince to walk away, the more tarnished his legacy is going to become. Oh yeah, I can see that. Like. He needs to just walk away so, like, people will remember him for stuff. Because, like, if he keeps doing shit like this, bro, like, it's just going to start leaving a worse taste, a worse and worse taste in people's mouths. Yeah, I can agree. Because then it'll be at the point when, sure. when he dies, they're celebrating WWE moving in a new direction. Well, the thing about it is, is not only will it tarnish it in that sense, too, but also remember, you know, Triple H has got great ideas. Yeah, bro. So, you know, it's only a matter of time before he takes over. And, like, That's then what? If Vince lets him. That's not happening until Vince pushes the green button. That's facts, yeah. too. That's facts, green too. Good point. point. We'll see. Good point. We're pretty much waiting for Vince to die. That's, I'm honestly, We're literally about to get to that. We're already at that yeah. point, to be honest. You're already at that point. They're already at that point. This is one that shows it. That's why I feel like this, this, I wouldn't be surprised if, to have this many AEW guys, I mean, no, um, NXT guys go, and if you topple it with the treatment that NXT guys have gotten coming to the main roster, it's like, it's like Vince, Vince don't want to admit that Triple H is really the one running shit over there. That's facts. So he got to make his power moves. He got to make his power moves when he can. Bro, hot take. What if Triple H leaves and goes to AEW? That would never happen. It's over with. But what if it does? Well, then, yeah, it's, it's over with. It's over with. But there is no oh possible God. way how it happens. 
It would, it would take like Steph, like him and Steph. Like AW becomes our childhood again. That's funny. Would... Facts. Damn, really? that'd be crazy. All right, so <laughs> let's transition from. Or him convincing her that her, him and her can go take over AEW and her brother could run this and we could run your brother to the ground. <laughs> compete with his brother at age. Have them to compete with Shane. You snap. So let's uh let's transition from one world on hold to another one. With the NFL literally on hold as we wait to see as two of the major free agents uh, figure out what it is that they want to like, do. Come on, June first was supposed to be the day <laughs> that shit was gonna like go off. Is everything nothing could get processed till after June first? It's been silent, the fuck. I mean, what do y'all think it is, man? I mean, I think things are just being talked about. I think the the Aaron Rodgers situation is quiet right now because the. The Packers brass are trying to do everything they can to get him in the building. Um, and I think the Julio shit's quiet because the the Falcons are holding out hope for something that's probably not going to come. Yikes. I mean, so what? So how about this? So you're saying something that's not going to come. What is it that has to come? Um, no, I'm saying I think they want a first, and I don't think a team's going to give up a first, especially knowing that they have to move him. Yeah, especially, he's not he's not going nowhere. Like, you you got to get rid of him. So, go ahead and take this two and three, Bill. Like, <laughs> you're not going to get my first. Sorry. Facts. I mean, bro, you know, the thing, the thing about it is, is that, I mean... I wish we could get more details. I think because we're not hearing anything, I think Julio definitely meant to say what he said on air. Um, You know, I think that you come to a point where, you know, you have a disgruntled guy who's giving you so much. Instead of making this situation longer than it needs to be, making the situation more difficult than it needs to be, just get the best that you can get out of it, bro. Right. Like, Julio gave you... 10 plus years of greatness almost got you to a super almost got you a super bowl with his performance i mean the man had a great performance right you know what i mean so it's just like dang cuz like just let the man get on bro let the man get on yeah so moved, but you know but like i think i really think the packers should make a move man bro send Send the Falcons Jordan Love in a two. Make it work. Okay. Make it work. And I then mean, you can just restructure contracts to make it work for Green Bay because we've seen they can make it happen. Switch signing bonus money to whatever bonus money and it can work. Yeah, I mean they, they definitely can they definitely can make that work, which is what I'm I'm trying to think to myself, like, is there just Silence on both ends because they're trying to make it work between those two teams in particular, or is it just because it's literally silent? Think, That's kind of what I'm well, waiting. What to I'm see, thinking, right? I'm thinking, Guntukuns is trying to call 
Aaron's bluff. Oh my! You think that's still a thing? If that's still a thing, then it's le- them to legitimately have a yes. I think that he's calling Aaron's bluff, and he thinks Aaron's going to show up and play because Aaron's oh Aaron's only other option would be to retire right now because Green Bay said they're firm on not trading him. So either come back and play or retire. And what are you going to do in that regard? What are you going to do? I think Aaron will come back. Honestly, I think Aaron would fold. He'd come back, but I think he would let it be known. This is the last year Green Bay is going to have me. So enjoy it. Facts. I also think that what it boils down to also is, you know, you don't want Aaron Rodgers. Like, I think that's that you're you're playing with a really crazy hand because, like, I don't know if you want your quarterback to be in a place where he can give you a half-ass effort. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that's that's weird. You know what I mean? <clears throat> that's just weird. Like, I, I would definitely be decided to be like, all right, bro, like, if he ain't going to give me everything, let's let him go. Because I don't want the guy, like the quarterback position is one of the few positions in sports where you are seeing the ball every time the offense is up. Right. Every single time, with the exception of the punter and the holder for the place kicker. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I don't want no half-ass anything from you. 100%. I can deal with a half-ass running back. I could deal with a half-ass wide receiver. I could do because at the end of the day, I only need, especially a receiver, I only need you to have six great plays. You know what I'm saying? But Jesus, I, I don't know if I could handle a quarterback. Like, that's nuts. That's nuts. But yeah, man. So, wanted to share something of interest with you, something that caught my eye, and I wanted to, you know, ask you guys what you thought about it. Um, so, first and foremost, I mean, before I even talk about what I was going to talk about, Buddha, have you heard or seen anything um, from your team in the off season that, that has been promising, like maybe player development or anything of that nature? Um, yeah. I'm excited to see how Jonathan Abram looks this year. He's been working on mm-hmm. uh, consistency. That was his big thing. He says that he's working on tackling better, not just trying to go for the big knockout blow every time. He's just trying to work on like just better fundamentals and, and shit. So I, I think that's what he needs, especially because we brought in uh, multiple safeties in the offseason. So he is going to have competition. So I think he knows like comps always good. Yeah, Competition is always yeah, good. So he's got a fi- he's yeah, got a fire sure. under his ass because Carl Joseph is back um, after his one year with the Browns. He's back with the Raiders. So you know he's got some people there. Like he, he needs to he needs to step his shit up. So I think I think this will be a, a proving year for him. So I asked that because I wanted to read this article. Um, I found it very interesting, and I just wanted to get your guys' uh, tidbits and and, pin and all that good stuff before we get to the NBA and boot. I know you got to clear it pretty soon, yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna just get to our article. Um, New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick has declared Cam Newton the team's top quarterback at this time, and offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels has already noticed a difference in Newton's second year with the club. When he got here, there was a unique situation, having really no experience and exposure to our system prior to training camp starting. I honestly can't remember another time in my career where we've had a player that has done that. So it was a unique scenario, McDaniel said Thursday in his first remarks of the offseason. 
he worked his butt off last year to do it, and then he came back certainly this year at a much different position. He has a different grasp of the offense, a different understanding of the terminology. Now we're working on refining the precision and the details. That has included focusing on fundamentals, which McDaniels has said is important for all quarterbacks. He committed yeah, to bye, knowing that he's worked <laughs> later, bro. Noting that he's worked really hard at it. Newton, 32, has been taking part in voluntary organized team activities, and Belichick highlighted his leadership and professionalism last week. Meanwhile, the Patriots are naturally optimistic about rookie quarterback Mac Jones, their first-round pick from Alabama. Belichick said Jones dove into the playbook, and McDaniels noted that the goal for all rookies in the spring is to teach them the system so they have a chance to compete with more experienced players come training camp in late July. As for what the Patriots liked in Jones, McDaniels said he won a lot of games in last year's plus at Alabama. He played in some big games, some pressure situations, and he takes care of the football. He's demonstrated an ability to function at a pretty high level in their system and offense with their terminology. He's competed in a league that is widely considered as one of the top conferences, if not the top conference in all of college football. Jones has been wearing temporary number 50 in Patriot practices, which is a recent Belichick tradition for all rookies to put them in non-traditional numbers in the spring. Jones joins Newton, veteran Brian Hoyer, Hoyer sorry, and third-year man Jared Stenham on the quarterback depth chart. We've got four great guys in the room, McDaniel said. To be able to give them all opportunities this spring is invaluable, and it is a great opportunity for us to make progress in a room that collectively to collectively prepare them to compete in August. Yes, bro. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like you know, you know for a fact that you know these guys didn't have that same opportunity and Patriots are big on preparation, you know? So with, because there was a lack of preparation, you know, it was tough to be able to do these things on the fly. That's just, just not what a team does. They they don't, the Patriots don't do that. They do not operate on the fly. That's not their thing. So I think this, this season being able to have that time is going to play a big deal. Okay. He's not on that article. Sounds like the Patriot way in action. Yeah, is what is what exactly are you looking forward to the most? Is there any position or any player? Well, I mean, I just want to see what Cam is able to do with these new weapons. See if the offense could get you know doing what they need to be doing. Right. Um. I mean, we didn't really make no. I I didn't really realize. I didn't really peep outside of Mac Jones. I want to see how Mac Jones's preseason goes. Right. Um. Other than that, we didn't really make no crazy pickups for me that no rookie that I'm really looking at like that outside of Mac Jones. I think so, we're going to see a lot of Mac Jones in the preseason, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how he's going to hold the offense up. Um, I, and I think I we'll see, I can see how John Newen. I think that yeah, John Newen, John Newen is definitely yes, John Newen and Hunter. Yeah, I want to see how the tight ends are going to roll. I want to see if you know. That's going to be the success that I want it to be. Yes, good point. We're going to be straight. Good point. I think we're going to see – I think, like, we're going to tell relatively early how um, – how um, freaking Jones is going to do because we we found out about Garoppolo relatively quick in the preseason. That season before Brady had got suspended, we were kind of like, oh, the Garoppolo guy is – he's all right. No choice because now – Patriots fans ain't got, ain't, ain't got no problems with a decision being made for Cam to sit his ass down if he's not doing what he's supposed to do. Right. We're attached, but we're not that attached. 
Yeah, the call for Mac Jones to get on the field will happen real quick. Yes. He does the same shit he did last year. For sure. So. And I think that's why they kind of brought – I think that's the reason why they brought back Brian Hoyer is to help with that terminology and to help them with understanding the system and stuff like that. It's almost like having a a third mentor, right? You have have Belichick that – you have quarterback room, quarterback room by committee. Right. Exactly. You know, you need all the brains you can get in there. Right. That's true. It's definitely true. So I think, you know, you got Belichick, who's the main guy. You got the OC in, um, you got the OC in McDaniels. And I think Hoyer's just like another guy that helps. I wouldn't be shocked if Hoyer gets him a little, you know, coaching gig when he gets, when he's done. I wouldn't be shocked at all. He definitely should. I don't see why not. Yeah, because he's been he's been he's been doing relatively well with that. He doesn't. He has For a sure. Mind. Um, not all the skill set, but a great mind. Yeah, for sure. So, um, let's transition and talk about the playoffs and tell me what you uh, what you've been seeing so far. How you feeling about that? About to close it out tonight. Hopefully, you talk about the Nuggets. Yeah, I'm. I'm I need. I'm happy to see Nikolai Jokic getting his motherfucking respect. Yeah, he's been doing this thing. Damian Lillard is a is a freaking bucket. Um, can't really do nothing about that, bro. He's been out of but control, bro. Can't really do nothing about that guy. I'm lo- I love what I'm seeing out of Michael Porter Jr. Finally this year. Trey Young is one of my f- new favorite players to watch. Watching them be the villain right now. Well, watching them be the villain, villain against the Knicks and whooping their ass four one. And watching how he handled the fans was, was great to watch. Um, the Nets are playing two K. Facts. Uh, I think it's a uh, people might not think so, but I believe it's a clear shot for the Nets. It's the Nets. To me, it's the Nets finals to lose. Um. Showtime Lakers are looking very in. Very, I might not make it to the second roundy right now. Yeah, they listen. And then on top of that, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, man, Anthony Davis is that messed up to where he's not going to play that pivotal last game? Oh, he's not playing? He didn't play. He didn't play five. He didn't play game five. You're saying he's not playing six. I don't know. I haven't checked the injury report yet. He's supposed to be. I hope so. If he doesn't play tonight, series is over. Oh, yeah, easily. I will say this. I'm very disappointed in LeBron and how he has – and how did you watch how he cleared it with, like, five minutes left in the game? He left the court? Yes, he went back. He went to the locker room, bro, with five minutes left in the game. Shit, he pulled, he pulled, a, he pulled a Spike Lee. And Spike, Spike is a fan. <laughs> yeah, but Spike, Spike might as well be a play. You can't be die hard the way you is, Spike, and then leave. Three minutes into the game being over with, because you know it's over. Big facts. You gotta stick there, but yeah, LeBron tripping. He should. I don't know about. That. I don't know about that, bro. And he said we were getting our ass whooped, and I was like, because I know the guys. They they've been doing that a lot lately. Where guys were going to the locker room randomly, with these little injuries. You know, LeBron that he probably on some. They probably gonna play it on some. You know, you got to get him ready for next for the next game. He needs to get an early start on rehab. Blah blah. He and. Fans, the LeBron fans are what's killing me though, because now all of a sudden it's LeBron hurt, this, this, that, and the third. But just the other day, they were celebrating crazy with Schroeder. Schroeder had a good game, and 
they were everything was on the up and up and and all of a sudden it's the the excuses are starting to roll in. We're not we're not healthy. Bro, that junk is unbelievable, bro. That junk be no, I don't care. That junk be making me mad. There, there's a lot of people who's not healthy right now in the playoffs, bro. I don't hear that Schmidt. Right. A lot of people aren't healthy. Luka Doncic isn't healthy. Come and on, Luka man. Doncic is about to boot the damn Clippers out of these playoffs. Bro. The Clippers that I don't know why people just have so much faith in, by the way. All I'm going to say is right now, this is all I'm going to say, is LeBron, you're back in game six again. Down three oh, yeah. to two. Time for you to pull a 2012. Yes, bro. We need to see killer face LeBron tonight. I don't hear nothing. I'm I'm going to be watching that game because I'm expecting to see killer face LeBron. Oh, you got him. But I'm about to, we're about to see killer face Kobe Jr. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting to see killer face Kobe Jr. One of one of Kobe's two sons in the NBA. Facts. That's a good point, bro. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We just hope them boys are smart, bro. I hope the sons give it to their ass. My Nuggets, are, I, I need the Nuggets to close out. I can't I can't see Dame in the Game 7. I'm not trying to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't need to hear about it. Dame in the Game 7 is going to be a problem. He's, pull, he's pulling from half court. I don't, I don't, I don't want it. I'm looking forward for the clip for this Nets. Uh, the Nets get y'all at work, bro. Y'all, ain't had, y'all did everything y'all could. I, I told you that was going to happen. You boys did everything they could. It's like, you can't, there's nothing you could do. Nothing, bro. We did our best. I say this much. Jason Tatum is a star. Jason Tatum is a superstar. And I think that series proved what a lot of the what a lot of Celtics fans were saying from jump is that, you know, Brad Stevens did his thing. You know what I'm saying? He developed them boys. You know what I mean? Tatum, Tatum, and Brown. And, and operations, isn't he? Right, yes. He's he's a president of basketball operations. Yeah, he took Danny Angel job. And I think that's exactly where he needs to be. I think, like, he's not – he can't coach stars. He's a developmental coach, and he did what he needed to do. The guys who were under him, the young guys got better. You know what I'm saying? Veterans got better. And and he did what he needed to do. I, I don't think he's the coach that gets you into the next echelon as far as like finals and experience and stuff like that. I think that's where you need to, you know, get you know the older guys. I say I say shoot, bring Doc Rivers back. Fuck, bring Mark Jackson back. Facts. Mark Jackson Mark though. So interestingly enough, that you say that, I know why Mark Jackson doesn't get any work. Mark Jackson, when I was listening to that audio book. You know, Mark Jackson was like splitting time in between, like he so he's like a minister in like Van Noy's California, which is the reason why like Mark Jackson very seldomly does like Sunday games, um, because like he he considers that like a full time job. So like when he's coaching, he like he definitely wants that time for him to go to like California and and be a be a pastor, gotcha. a minister. So that's one, and then like. They were having issues like he would not hire like assistants that were better than him, quote unquote. Like, for example, like every dang near every not every, but most NBA coaches have like an assistant coach that's like better than them. Like they they know the game a little bit better. They've probably coached before. They've probably been a little bit more successful, whatever the case may be. Mark Jackson doesn't do that. Not only that, Mark Jackson never allowed for his assistant coaches to like talk 
like ever. Like they weren't allowed to talk to press. None of that. None of that. So like he just made he just made life a little difficult. That's weird. Yeah, oh, bro. There's that. Yeah, so that's that was like, dang, that's crazy. Like I always thought to myself, like he's perfect, but I think like he has to let some things go in order for him to get like another coaching gig. He's a great coach, but you know when they talked about the differences between him and Kerr, I was like, all right, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Right. So yeah, man. So I think I think like Doc Rivers is definitely a guy to consider. Bring him back. He's been successful there before. He's looking good right now in Philly. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Try to see what happens boy, with that. Boy, boy, I get some work today, ass, if Joel don't... Get it together, for sure. Joel injury. For sure. I, I mean, honestly, I, I know that you're in love with the Nets, and a lot of people are in love with the Nets. I'm, I'm in love with the Nuggets. I'm, I'm I mean, I'm talking about in, in terms of the Eastern Conference, not like overall. Well, um, I don't know who you about to say that's about to beat them boys. I, I think I think the Bucks got a chance, bro. Like them boys can't them boys can't defend bigs. They don't need to when you're putting up two hundred a game. I feel that, but the Bucks <laughs> have the capabilities of putting up just as many points as they do. That's another thing I realized: they can't defend bigs, but bigs got to defend them. That's true. You got to come out there with those bigs and get cooked on ISO after ISO after I. I literally watch these dudes just take turns. Yeah, that's 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 what they did against us. Like, they, one of them will, they'll go again. The whole go, one of them will go a whole quarter not scoring. Why? Because one of them already is scoring thirteen, and then the one that didn't score the whole quarter will now go. It's not like, like yeah, now it's my turn. Thanks for thanks for giving me a break, bro. All right, and it's then like KD, go ahead, third quarter, drop twenty, and then we're all collectively just take turns in the fourth, like. <laughs> It's and then and then when you guys are doing the most trying to get us, let's give it to Joe, yeah, Joe fucking Harris who doesn't miss a shot if it's open, or Jeff Green, or Jeff Green who's been like they're just balling at all, and and this dude Claxton like I love his it, like the, on defense this dude is everywhere, yeah, and I love when he dunks he lets you know like bitch I dunk this shit I ain't he trying to take the rim off with his skinny ass like they got a lot of just players that just fit. That yeah. ISO ball so perfectly, and they all play their roles exactly the way they should. And then you got Blake, <laughs> just like you got Blake, just waiting for you to just slip up, trying to cheat so he could cut to the basket. Facts, oh that game, but it works, right? Because you got you got to worry about three dudes that are going to shoot ninety percent from the three from the free throw line. On top of that, facts, you got to worry about KD who doesn't care. What you're doing while you're in his face? If he decides I'm shooting, I'm shooting. Facts. <laughs> and he's and it's more likely going in. Facts. Kyrie now apparently has Steph range too and Dame range. He's just pulling up randomly. James Harden is doing the same dribble, dribble, half step back. You're done. Like <laughs> that's true. It's not, it's not fair. And then you add Joe Harris to the equation. It's like and Blake and. They don't even play DeAndre Jordan, but it's like you want us to get big, we can go there, but they're probably not even going to because it's like we we just rather score 185 points. And Facts. No, you you're, you're right. You're right about that. You're 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 bringing up some valid ass points. That Nets team is definitely scary, for it's sure. Very scary. It's like, dude, 
It's gonna make teams make decisions. If this is gonna be this is gonna be the Eastern Conference Finals, bro. Because Giannis is getting Giannis is averaging 40, 11, and seven against them boys, bro. If Giannis don't win this year, he's gonna have to go team up with somebody. Yeah, he's 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 gonna take him a couple seasons before he can do that, though. He locked in with a contract. Oh, he tripping. He trying to be on that. You think he Kobe? <laughs> I think that I'm Kobe. Because the way the Heat got their ass. <laughs> Ain't that cool? I, I oh one thing I would mention. You see the Heat and my they talk about giving Jimmy Butler a max contract, and I don't know how I really feel about that. I mean, it's not a super max; it's a max, so yeah. it still allows for two other max slots. So that's not bad. Um, the fact that he's not asking for a super max, I mean, it shows where he thinks he is. Or I mean, it shows that he's okay with being able to take some else to bring in more players. Now, if it was a super max, I'd be like, oh. because he's trying to get forty. A, you're going, you're getting a max contract in in this the day day and age we're talking about is like for him would be like forty plus yeah, like million. 40 plus. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think he needs to be getting forty plus million. If this was last year, if they would have pulled the trigger on this last year. Post right after the bubble, I'm all in. Yeah, but I mean, find it hard that the first thing I choose to do after some of my stars fold, like, and this is this goes to him. It's not me saying I don't want them to stay there long term, but I don't think his contract is up, is it? No, like people I feel like NBA they just be recut, they they just be quick to just give people extensions, and it's like. I don't like I don't I like they they laid an egg this year in the playoffs. Like he laid an egg. Bam out of bio laid an egg. Yeah, they did. Tyler Harrow laid an egg towards the entire end of the year into the playoffs. Like all the guys that made the bubble that made that took y'all went to the freaking Did they go to the finals? They went to the finals, lost to the lost to the Lakers in six. <laughs> like you took the Lakers to six. You took the Lakers to six just last year with the same freaking team, basically. Yeah, but that's that's the problem. It's the same team. But the thing is, at the end of the day, you gotta, you have to, like, like even if it's, you gotta at least. There's no reason why the same team doesn't even get past the first round. I mean, like, you're playing not even past the first round. They're not even competitive. That's true, but I mean the Bucks like, are the, the 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 Heat culture, the tough we to play. Y'all weren't even competitive. Y'all look like y'all lost everybody. Like no one like y'all look like Julius Randle looked the entire playoff. You snap. That made no sense. I was like, dude. And then me as an owner, I'm not I'm not rewarding that type of output. It's like we clearly need to help, and I'm gonna look into that first and foremost, and then we'll talk about your contracts. But like, clearly, this team the way it is right now ain't it. We need peace. I ain't saying y'all gotta go, but somebody gotta come in. <laughs> Facts, or, but I mean, I mean, the the Bucks are really good though. I mean, people yeah, are shitting on them, but they're yeah. pretty good. Say again. That was the same matchup they had with them. They they played that team last year. Yeah, but it didn't have Drew, and there was somebody else who was big who was they injured did. last year. But what was what, how what 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 did they beat the the, the Bucks in last year? Uh, didn't they beat him in five or six? Five or six, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, swept show. 
That's true. Uncompetitively. That's true. Like, they get y'all to work. Like, it, it made Miami look like they didn't belong. Like, they were supposed to, like, they were one of the nine or ten seeds. Yeah, that, like, they should have belonged in that bit. They made it in the playing tournament. Like, that wasn't even enjoyable to watch. I was like, yo, y'all are really ass. Yeah, that series was bad. <laughs> yeah, y'all, look really, bad. y'all look really terrible. Like, oh, my goodness. Before we get before we get out of the, the playoff thing, because I don't want to forget this, I do want to hear your, your, your feelings and views. What do you think about um, – did you see the whole Kyrie stomping on um, Lucky the mascot? Yeah. What do you think? I love it. Why? Because it's competition. I love that talking shit. I love that grit. And like they, don't, they don't do much of shit in the right. NBA. It's like I love the whole – I love that aspect. I love, I love Trey Young going at it with fans back and forth and looking at them and, and talking shit while he's giving them buckets. If you right. were – Doing work, talk your shit. Talk as long as you ain't doing nothing that's hurting nobody. Talk your shit. Yeah, I think you know. I think that during the Trey Young, the last game, like he's he's getting these little mini little, and the refs aren't even really saying anything about it. But he's getting these little mini altercations with Joel with, with Nerlens Noel and. And, and other guys, it's like that stuff is that stuff brings so much more excitement to the game because it gives these dudes a reason to even ball out even more. So it's like I like the I like to be honest, I like I like I like the guys that take advantage take the role of the villain. Facts. I think and I like Kyrie looks like a villain right now. If you look at him. yeah, but I think it's a little deeper for Kyrie. I think Kyrie really didn't like his time in Boston. I think I think it was deeper. That's why it makes it look even. It's even. It's like yes, rivalry. Like let's bring personal beef rivalry to basketball. So KG and Big Baby Davis has something to say about this. I'm gonna bring Big Baby Davis because I want to. I will quote KD's response back on Twitter. KD says, "So nobody gonna KG. I'm sorry. KG said, so nobody gonna say anything about Kyrie stomping Lucky, thinking face emoji, thinking face emoji." Um, shoulder raise emoji, 100 emoji. We just going to act like we didn't see that going on. You can't do that. That's not cool on no level. All of us need to be better for real, for real. I'm just saying. Good morning to all and have a great day. Happy Memorial Day. That was was what Garnett said. Now, Big Baby Davis said, real bullshit. Like I said, you step on Lucky, you step on everybody that played for that team. Keep that shit basketball before somebody get hurt in real life. Stop. KD responds, at GB Baby Davis, laughing emoji, laughing emoji, hysterically a laughing emoji, hysterically laughing emoji, hysterically laughing emoji, times 12, laughing face emoji, 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 nigga please. Straight that up. was that was KD's response. I just, I love it because what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I built that logo. <laughs> that logo was on some cracker you don't know. Shut up, like please, bro. We step on that logo every single day we play on that court. Let me wipe my feet on. Let me wipe my feet on short ass real quick. For all you. you, I have my balls on this diving for the ball, and I have my ass crack on this motherfucking shit. You done spit, sweat, blood. Shut up. I'll stump on your shit. You mad. Get your old ass out of here with all that. Like, don't nobody respect none of that. Like, what do y'all, what do you mean, nobody? Who, who, who are y'all? 
the people are supposed to sit there and like hail almighty to the Celtics. No, bro, you're playing. And this, these are the Brooklyn Nets. That's what I need from the Brooklyn Nets. But I need grits. What happened to the bad boy Pistons? We ain't got no more bad boys, nothing. So I like this gritness that I'm getting out of these players. Big baby need to shut up because ain't nobody about to get hurt for somebody stomping on goddamn lucky. It's a damn paint. It's paint on a fucking floor. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thoughts of Dylan featuring Dylan. Freaking floor. Like, KG, you, you sound retarded. He would have did the same thing in front of you. You would have got mad and did a whole bunch of rah-rah. You would have went to the Prince Conference, said a bunch of whatever, and he would have still dropped 45, 10, and 6. I'm just happy. I'm happy that he said that, and I'm happy he didn't use the back in my day. I was like, what do you mean you got to be better? I was like, I don't say it, bro. I, feel, I love it. I, I hate this kumbaya-ish ass shit that we guys we see in the NBA where everybody got to be all cute and cuddly. And cute, cute. No, bro. I ain't hit nobody in they shit. I ain't going to pull up on nobody. That kumbaya <laughs> shit started with LeBron. Come on, bro. The NFL, we love that shit. Why you can't love that shit in, in, in basketball? Facts. Come on, y'all too pussy. T.O. been standing on the star since 2004. Come on, bro. Trey Young hit a dagger, went to midcourt, took a bow. He did take a bow. Well, y'all still like, come on. He did bro. take a bow. That shit was lit. Broadway shit. Madison Square, Madison Square Garden. Kata. Kata. <laughs> like he knew, he knew, like, this is me right here, bitch. Right. Curtain call. Like, he, this is me right here, bitch. Come on, with you. Young, and he felt that from game one, bro. Trey Young right now is my favorite person to watch in these playoffs. He's, he's definitely little, entertaining. Little guy, he's and he ball. He's a freaking bucket, and he come into your he like he's coming into these away courts with this sinister smile on his face, looking at the crowd, talking shit, and backing it the fuck up. You think he's gonna do the same thing um, in the next series? He's going he to fix this, of course. He's going into another hostile environment. Yes, he's Bro, about to go in for all the smoke. What happens if they beat Philly? Oh my lord! Trey Young got to get MVP next year. <laughs> <laughs> For what you did in the playoffs last year, that's enough to get you white. Right, what he come up with next year? He got to get MVP, and he got to be on the cover of 2K this year. I can see him getting the cover of 2K off this playoffs alone. I can see that if he continues on, I can see that for sure. You know how delusional basketball fans are? Niggas would be like, "But Dame." Like, Dame wasn't just on the Yeah, left. it's like, Dame was on it already. Dame again! You're like, all right. Bad. <laughs> Put Steph Curry back on that hoop. Right. Let's get another one with LeBron. They should do that. should snap. Put Clay on that bitch. Oh. <laughs> Clay been having his little comeback commercials. He has. He's been snapping on them comeback <laughs> commercials, too. He's been snapping. We're about to come back averaging 30. Facts. <laughs> They could just get um, they could just put another, just put KG on there, just put another old head on there that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. I like the Hawks though. Yeah, the Hawks look nice though. John Collins is a is a is got could jump out the gym. That yeah, little they, white boy. They got him some Herder. Herder. Hunter's coming around, so that that's good. Great. Capella's doing what Capella do. Yeah, they're doing they doing well. They doing all right. They doing their thing. Okay. And they got Sweet Lou off the bench doing what he do. So, so what, they, I see the six, if, if MB don't play, the Sixers not winning that that series. That's facts. 
So what but do you then think? be not playing, they're a more talented team. What do you think about um Seth, Seth, Seth Curry dropped 30? That's crazy. What do you <laughs> think? What do you think about um the, the Clippers, man, on the ropes? Clippers are out of there. They're, they're trash can juice. To me, I don't believe in the Clippers. I don't believe in nothing they got going on. Kawhi going to the New York Knicks. Kawhi need to go to Miami. Or Miami. (laughs) Kawhi need to go to Miami. Somebody need to go to the Knicks. I love what the Knicks got going on over there. But the Clippers are trash. (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty bad. The Clippers are trash. Like, they don't know what the fuck they want to do. You can't have two... You can't have two weird, quiet niggas as your your two stars. Facts. Like what kind? I can only imagine what those what those huddles and those team talks are like. Like, ain't no motivation. That, lock, bro. that locker room entrance talk. That locker room, yeah, that shit monotone as fuck, bro. You got PG and Paul and, and fucking Kawhi talking to y'all. What hell are y'all talking about? That's a great point. They got to be Marcus Morris or whatever to talk, doing all the damn talking. Facts. Because I don't see it. Luca is out there giving them boys work. Luca is giving them serious work. It don't matter who defend, it don't matter who defends it. He's Paul Pierce three point seven. I'm telling you, I said that from jump. I was like, bro, his game reminds me of Paul Pierce. He's going to be way better than Paul Pierce ever was, and I'm I don't if he stays healthy. Well, in my he he already passes better than than Paul. Pierce. He has yes. I feel like him. And, I feel like Paul. I've never seen Paul Pierce play this well. <laughs> That's why, that's why I feel like he's Paul Pierce because like it's slow, but it's not right. It is. Right, it's not athletic, but it is. He shouldn't is, be dunking, but he is. There shouldn't be a finger roll, but it is. This three well, shouldn't like, be on your head, but it is. Like, he uses his body so well. He's just so smooth. Everything he does so smooth. Like yeah. the man who hits with the same step back three straight three straight shots in a row. Yeah, jet nice, jet nice for sure. High arcing and all, like I can, I got special respect for dudes that throw up these stupid high arcing shots. That just nasty. That just, that just. So I, see the Clippers are out of there, you're which nasty. I appreciated. That just dumb nasty. And Hardaway Junior also is a great reason why they're they're having success. He's a solid number three. Great number three. I think Porzingis needs to show the fuck up if they want to get all the way to the to the conference finals. Yeah, at some point, at some point in time. He gonna have to be Przingis for real. Correct. Looking like he looking he looking real. What the Knicks thought he was gonna be right now. Yeah, the Knicks is looking at him, looking at the Mavericks like we tried to tell y'all, but, but um, you can't Julius have Randall. him, huh? Julius Randle, sir. I understand how it is, young boy. You and Madison Square Garden's crowd look different. That boy folded. That boy folded, though. That has that's probably the worst playoff performance of all time right now. You said of all time, of of a series from a from a starter like a star. They said he had like one of the worst shooting shooting percentages of all time in a series. Really? Yeah, bro. Like Terrell Terrible. Like I used to literally, I was literally watching. That's true. Shot. Six for twenty three, five for sixteen, two for fifteen, seven for nineteen, eight for twenty one. Lit, <laughs> lit. That's this, lit this, numbers, bud. 
This the most improved player of the year. Lit numbers, boy. That boy took off, boy. Mr. Most boy, Improved. That shit had a 29.8 field goal percentage. 27.9 from three. And you're the number one scoring option on that team. Yes, bro. And you were, you averaged 18 points, no blocks, 0.6 steals, four assists, 11 rebounds per game. Yikes. You got a double-double, but it's like Shaq said. Shaq told him, was like, what thing Julius Randle got to understand is when you young and you up and coming, whatever you do in the regular season, you got to up that by six, seven points per. Facts. In the playoffs. So you averaging 20 and 10 in the, in the regular season, you need to be averaging 25, 27, and 15 in the playoffs or the Knicks ain't going to be nothing. But – I like the Knicks got going on. I like that boy quickly. I like that boy Obi Toppin. Yeah, Obi nice. I like I like them boys. They got RJ. RJ look like a badass jit that gets suspended a lot, but I like Jit too. He's Canadian. Yeah, he look like he gets suspended a lot. Yeah, he's a Canadian but, hooper. Yeah, what they got going on? They got a. They deserve. I, I like what D Rose did. Yeah, D Rose did his thing. Tom Thibodeau did his thing. I made a I made a character on 2K and he on the Knicks just because of how they did this year. I was like, I like I like what y'all got going on, but I'm gonna join that. Cowboy is up. (laughs) Them boys loud from first quarter to the fourth. Yeah, bro, that crowd was everything. Like it's two zero. You made the first layup there. (laughs) Yeah, you can tell they miss they miss outside. And Julius Randle went out there and laid an egg. You snap. Boys was booing that man. They were. I, they were. Time, that's what I'm saying. Trey Young is about to do wonders over there in Philly. And niggas over there worrying, oh, oh, you got to worry about sticking uh, Ben Simmons. Trey Young ain't sticking Ben Simmons. <laughs> no, that's y'all talking about. Hunter's going to be sticking Ben Simmons more likely than oh, not. Who? John Collins. Yeah, true. Yeah, one of them niggas that's Ben Simmons size, and they—that's why I say John Collins. Because John Collins is the quick slasher of the of the team. Put his big his big quick ass on on Ben Simmons, bro. What the hell y'all they got Cam that? Reddish too. Right. Well, Cam Reddish need to stay. Well, he don't need to come in the game and fuck nothing up. You snap. Hey, whatever, whatever role he's been having, they need to just keep him right at that. Because when you start doing too much with Cam Reddish and you snap, Coach Face gonna be looking real reddish <laughs> at the end of the game. <laughs> Stop trying that man like that man can't be that good as we want him to be. Facts. <laughs> not, that, not that great, but. That's a good playoff so far. I'm looking forward to to the next round. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next round. Also, I think that's really where things pick up. You know what I mean? I think, like, you know, it's going to... It's going gonna, it's gonna to really pick up. Business is going to pick up. Right. Yeah, man, that's it for playoffs. Uh, well, how are you feeling about um, Naomi Osaka? And her saying that she's gonna uh, respect, drop out. I respect her decision. Them crackers got her fucked up. Mm-hmm. 
um, period. Like for those who are not listening, do you want to give them like an update or tell them what's going on? Or well, oh. this is getting slapped from the French Open and in the in the, in the you know tennis folk for withdrawing from the French Open because of her mental health. She's choosing to prioritize her mental health over the French Open. She kind of I think she has a history of not really doing too well at that um, tournament, and she doesn't really like to do the press conferences there because they grill her about it and. You know she's young, so it's like. So um, have to do some of the. She's she she also admit like she, she's she's not camera savvy. You know she's very shy, and you know they're kind of like, and she's also admitted to depression and all these type of things that she's dealing with. So it's like people need to take these things seriously. We over here, we we do all this talking about how mental health is real, but we see these institutions that allow for for media to just come at these athletes for making mental health decisions. Um, so that's very weird to me, very backwards. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Um, this just came in a couple hours ago on Bleacher Report that the Calm app has announced it will pay the fine for players opting out of Grand Slam media appearances for mental health reasons. It also matched Naomi Osaka's fine and will match any future fines with $15,000 donations to Laureus Sports. Straight up. What company is that? Who is that? The Calm app, the app that puts you to sleep. See, money. That it's for company. meditation. My apologies. My wife I just had, corrected me and said it's for meditation. Shout out to I my had, wife. I had, I seen LeBron's big head ass. The first thing you see when you get on that. LeBron big head ass on that thing? The first person that goes to talking to you when you get on that motherfucker. Bed talking, you to calm me. So you know they got money. Let's see. That's, that's a company. Worth invest. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Cause these these other companies, some of these other companies need to be the fuck on. Cause they expect these athletes to be freaking robots. And y'all gonna learn real soon. You, y'all need Naomi Osaka more than she need y'all. And then people are saying that, oh, what if other players start to do that? Other players aren't Naomi Osaka. They need that French Open. They need all the tournaments they can get. Facts. She's Serena right now, but she's Serena in social media era. She's so she's Serena in the middle of a pandemic. She's Serena in a whole new freaking era of living. Facts. So she needs her mental time. She needs her time to be able to just be like, nah, I'm straight. Cause y'all are terrible out here. Like <laughs> it's a good point, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's good, it's good for her to use that platform to highlight, you know, these things that athletes do go through. Athletes are regular humans too. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like what I am athlete is doing in the podcast world as far as normalizing and and showing that, you know, it's okay. Like these are the feelings and emotions that we go through as players. You know right. what I mean? So that's that's cool that she's doing that. And shout out to her for, you know, holding it down for those that, you know, have the same things that she's that she's going through. You know what right. I mean? So yes, sir. So that does that wrap it up for the sports world? Is that it? Yes, sir. All right, perfect. The air. It's, it's, uh, we're gonna do uh, underrated bars of fame. Yes, sir. Then get off the air. Um, I'm going to do actually this song by Logic, um, called "Everybody Dies." Um, Ooh. I thought the lyrics was pretty interesting. Um, so I'm gonna share it with you guys. Underrated bars of fame. Um. You are watching a master at work. This is what you've been waiting for, ain't it? Rap game, owe me. I've been waiting for the payment. All these little rappers come and go, wonder where they went. Ten years running, we came up from a basement. 
This is what you all been waiting for, ain't it? Rap game, oh me, I've been waiting for a payment. All these little rappers come and go, wonder where they went. Ten years and running, we came up from the basement. Grew up broke as rich folks was adjacent. Maryland staring out the window for motivation. I remember Lil Bobby, Lil B, man, I wish that I could be a dog in a rich family. Oh, how nice would that shit be? My life a catastrophe. Now my shit a masterpiece, no limit like Master P. Now I'm a master, see? That's the way it's gotta be. My life is a movie, I'm so glad God casted me. I'm not top 10, more like top three. I'm not two, cause nobody could top me. Got the, see what, like Joe to see? You know it's me, I can't seem to put the finger on it like a rotary. But something's missing from the game when I'm gone, oh, it's me. I feel sorry for these rappers coming up, woe is me. I just took a hiatus and wrote a novel, mother. Got more verses than the Holy Bible, mother. Cause I'm sitting on five unreleased albums. Greatest of all time, no line, that's the outcome. I do it for the boom bop, the trap, and the radio. Like a fake fan stepping to me, try to play me hope. I make music for every genre, every occasion. My shit is amazing. I'm blazing. It's insane. Got crazy in it, going crazy in the gym, going in games. Had a lot of dark nights, but bitch, I've been bane. I was born in the darkness like Rick James. Sipping scotch with Chappelle after the Grammys. Said them countries wasn't holes, they probably want to ban me. Because I say that others won't, probably can't stand me. Like these rappers claim to hate me, but they stand me. I said these rappers claim to hate me, but they motherfucking stand me. They hate what I represent, but Cheyenne, me. There's nothing legendary that's going to be on the phenomenon. Um, the courses, this is what you've been waiting for, ain't it? Rap game, owe me, I've been waiting for the payment. All these little rappers come and go where they went. Ten years and running, we came up from the basement times two. I got my rap and I got my gat. Yeah, they got my back, but I won't bust back. Unless I need, this world is greed. I lead by example with ample. Education, my lyricism is here to imprison your vision. The fallacy society has rejected, I'm here to protect it. Everybody dies deep in, within this world we live in, and not everybody tries, but everybody lies. You can't take money with you when you die, so spend it and don't look back like an addict in recovery. But also don't blow it, you know it, don't be a coward, but don't be too heroic. Live your little life to the fullest, don't push it or pull it. Don't murder others because you disagree with their beliefs. We all the same underneath. I had some. I had to get off my chest in that first verse, but this verse comes first when it comes to importance of message. Do what you love. Do what you do it. Do it. Don't do it to do it. That's society. Break free from the cycle. Don't be scared to walk like Michael on the moon. Right pack, meet a platoon. So much more is coming soon. Yeah, I've been going. I'm already knowing. No Bobby been flowing. My shit get around like a woman that's hoeing. My body been growing. My mind been growing. I'm already knowing I'm going to die one day. You going to die one day. We all going to die one day. God already got the date set. So live your life. Live your life. Yeah, you live it. That's a bet. Because if you ain't fulfilled in the end, you're going to be filled with regret. Bet. You are watching a master at work. Rap game. Oh, me. I've been waiting for the payment. All these little rappers come and go. Wonder where they went. Ten years in running, we came up from the basement. Times two, everybody dies. Logic, underrated, bars of fame. He slid. He did. Make sure y'all listen to a little bit more logic in your life. Stop being bums. Culture huh. yourselves. You know what I'm saying? So, Dylan, what time is it, man? It's time to get off the air. Buddha, what time is it? Oh, all right, better up. Um... <laughs> My sister told me it's 749. Shout out to my sister. Um, she's here hanging out for the week. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen her in about three years. She don't really fuck with me like she says she do. But, you know, it's all good. You said what? I don't. All right, bet. Get out of my house then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so how many times have you done this? 192, 193? 
One of them. One of them. Yeah, it is, man. We almost close to 200. We appreciate y'all for listening to us, man. Y'all couldn't listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but y'all listening to us. We really appreciate that. Keep giving us these clicks and these listens. We're going to keep giving you this content to ride to and vibe to and potentially get high to. That being said, like we see, we out of here. Bye, hoes. Silly niggas. Little scallywags. Adios. That's what Willie be saying. That's a whack. <laughs> 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 <laughs>